Hi, hello, good afternoon. It's not morning anymore, it's afternoon. Um, hi, here's Kathy. I'm just gonna get her to join this morning or this afternoon. I'm gonna keep saying this morning. Um, it's like oh. I've been birthed into the uh, yes. It's like Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. How do we high elk the comments? I'm like, oh, I don't even know. They always cover my face, but it's okay. I shouldn't be looking at your face. Okay. So, I just have to tell you, remember how I said that we were going to do, like, because it's Happy St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. That we would Happy have, St. like, a beverage. Yes. I just have a uh, coffee. Okay. But it didn't really turn out. It looks like a... It kind of looks like baby poop. Yeah, a bossy green. I'm going with mossy green. But then if you look at the top, it's, it's like a mint green. I'm not a barista. I don't. Well, I don't. you tried. You did. So you tried. I'm. I'm wearing. I'm wearing that type of green as well. I, I had a hard time ah. finding some green this morning, so I tried to incorporate it. Different shades of green that maybe get mm. overlooked at right? St. Patrick's Day. St. <laughs> Patrick's Day. I know. Well, I um. I'm wearing my my camo. Faith. Don't you have one of these? A faith. Uh, I sure do. Do I know where it is right now? No, I, I no judgment. It. I'm just saying, I think I, I remember seeing you wearing it. But these are, hello, hello. So it's yeah, it's St. Patrick's Day. What a special day. What a special, special day. And you know who is not showing up? Maureen. Well, I think she just did. No, she's not. Oh. Okay. So shall I play our music and you can yes. introduce us? I don't know what's happening. Okay, ready, set. Just a second. <laughs> ready, set, just a second. That Here should goes. be the new way you say that. Welcome to Wait What? With Kathy and Raina, a mother-daughter duo. Just sharing Whoa. inside glimpse into our everyday conversations that seem to get deep real quick. And so quick. we just really never know where they're going to go. So welcome. You this is never... episode five? Numero sank. Yeah. Five. Right. We're five no. deep. We're five, five deep. in. So obviously that means we started in February. <laughs> yeah and we were you know what's really funny about this is we were like you know we're just gonna do once a month maybe <laughs> and now we show up every single week can't we help do. it well this is already giving me a headache. yeah i know we just wanted to we'll use them every year i think you know i want to just oh wear gosh. this hat that looks good. Oh, I like the band around. For those of you who will be listening to this on podcast, you'll have no idea what we're talking about right now. She just put on her Stevie. Stevie's mm -hmm. in charge. 
Stevie hat. <laughs> yeah. Stevie hat. Hi, yes, Heather. Her, her oh, Stevie hat. Hey, she just, she just, uh, wow, that is substantial. It is. It it's like good on you, though. And then look at your wall behind you. Your wall behind you with all of your collection, it's growing each week. You know what you remind me of? You remind me of Miss J on, did you ever watch America's Next Top Model? And every time someone got <laughs> cast off, he, he would wear like something around his neck and it would get one more would, would show up each week and it would get bigger and bigger. I don't know why that just popped into my head. but it I just said, I just really... hats onto your head. Like I just, I really... I just wanted to bring her out because she's, she's so beautiful. lovely. So tell like, us about your hats and where you get them. I get these hats from West Vaughn. I've become a huge fan of theirs for a couple of reasons because I just, I love their hats and they fit great. Uh, this one, um, they suggest sizing up, so I did. Uh, and they're right, they're right on the money. But you can adjust the inside of them, and I did. Um, so except, actually, Stevie... Yeah, Stevie, you can. I didn't adjust this one. Um, I went up to you who are wondering, Stevie is the hat. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Was, the um, hat is called Stevie, like yes. Stevie Nicks, and right? I believe it's after Stevie Nicks. I'm like, I think so. And I'm a huge We're fan of go. Stevie Nicks. Uh, but anyway, West Vaughn is a woman-owned and woman-run company out of Vancouver. Uh, it's not, it's in BC. It's not quite in Vancouver. I don't know the total details, but their customer service is so good. Um, there, she's so kind, and you know, she actually seems to have a little bit of fun with an old lady like like me. Um, <laughs> so um, yeah, I just I really like them, cool. and she ha they had a sale, which is like, oh. so it's basically okay. I have a question. I'm putting it yes. out there, and please, somebody like answer me, Leah, answer me. Or Heather, answer me on this one. You know when you do some shopping online? Well, Rainy, you can answer too. But do you ever buy that one more item to bring it up over that dollar amount so that you don't have to pay uh, shipping? Does anyone do that? Definitely tempting to do that. It is definitely tempting to do that. And then I think they know, you know, that it is tempting for people to do that because they even add on more. Like if you, you know, if you add on one more thing or you're this much, 200, 200%. You're, you're this much away from getting this percent off. If you add this much more on and I'm always like, wait, what? I can get more, but I'm saving. I... Well, it's technically saving money, even though I'm spending more money. Basically so... you get, some free no I, and you know like as a small business owner that was never my intention it's just like okay it costs us money it's off the bottom line like shipping is a pain in the butt it really is but it is a necessary evil and so yeah you put it at a certain point and i'm like oh i'm so close and it's when you're so close it's not when you buy like something you know that it, it you've got a lot more to buy to get there i'm so close and literally um for the $15 shipping that I saved, it cost me 70 So I don't think I saved any money, but I got another hat. <laughs> it was a win. Win-win? For everybody. Win-win. We'll so, yeah, we'll that's – sorry, that, that isn't where we were going to oh, go. Oh, that's a good one. 
What? Heather says, my hus husband always says, I can't afford to save any more money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. I like that. Um, so what are we talking about today? What are we doing here? What well, is you know, happening? Um, I, can, I, I guess. Uh, wait, what? Our, wait, what? We were going to talk a little bit about a person who's, and we did talk about her last time. Um, but we were going to, we're going to talk a little bit about a person who we want to honor today. Uh, it's her birthday. Um, my mother, your grandmother, um, she would have been 91 years old today. Can you imagine? I can imagine actually. I can imagine can her at 91. Yeah. So cool. She was such a cool person. She was, she definitely was. And, um, I got to I got to have, uh, 45 years with her. Uh, she passed away uh, at 76, too soon, very suddenly, uh, not ready at all. Not that you're ever ready for it, but um, yeah, I, it was a shock. I think everybody kind of, well, I, I know everyone was shocked because it was shocking. Um, but she used to, like, we when we were talking, um, you know, you talk about women that inspire you. And in that, there can be that... There's also women who inspire you, and there's women that you can be intimidated by. There's women that you can compare yourself to um, and be intimidated by that, feel less than. And it has nothing to do with the woman. It has everything to do with us. And, you know, we all carry uh, different things with us. And um, people that we think we know, and through social media like this, you know, you don't you know bits of us. You don't know all of us. Uh, and we all carry something. And that could be, um, well, some burden uh, or nothing. Some people might not carry anything. They might be packing light. light. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but my mother used to say uh, this very, um, well, it always stuck with me and it stuck with you too. Yeah. She would say, you know what? If we all sat around a table, all of us, the human race, uh, and we put all our troubles in the middle of the table, we would take our own back every time mm -hmm. because we don't know what someone's walking through. And that I, I believe that to be true in, yeah. in a lot of cases and a lot of time, it makes, it makes me think, you know, when I start to compare myself or I start thinking, going down a negative, uh, road about myself then I stop and I think I'm like wait what it wait what what is that person <laughs> carrying and yeah. why am I putting all my insecurities on that person you know mm -hmm. uh, they, they have enough we have enough to carry without being responsible for someone else's ego if I may right. be so bold mm -hmm. um, right yeah I think I think it has a lot to do also with expectations that are there's I think there's a lot of assumed expectations um, of ourselves to measure up to certain standards or milestones or markers like our society is very driven by norms and meeting the measuring stick along your journey I mean you'll you'll hear it from if you're a mom from the time your your kids are born the milestones the you know the percentiles the all of the oh, the lining yes. up and, and all that stuff definitely has its place because you know you can you can definitely 
get insight to if something is 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 wrong or something is needs to be investigated further or wh whatever road you need to go down but we get exposed to that throughout our whole life measuring up against the norms or what's considered to be the standard and i think that that kind of bleeds into every facet of our lives and we internalize those expectations and then in an age now with social media when you see everybody putting out there what they want you to see and and of course carrying their own burdens but wanting to put their their best self forward oh, yeah. in order to come across or portray something that they they really want to be um you know that saying we're all each other's mirrors right so if if someone triggers you and starts you to go down kind of that shame spiral of comparison and being like, Oh my God, like, why aren't I, why can't I, if I could only, I wish I was, or, you know, all that stuff. Right. Like it's, it's very interesting. It is. And I, I don't like, again, um, saying that, you know, we don't need to carry other people's, um, you know, insecurities. And I, that's not what, you know, when I look at someone and go, oh, I wish I could be more like them. I'm all these things that I'm not. And they're everything mm -hmm. that I want to be. They don't even know. They, it's really not about them. It's it's about us. And totally yeah. societal norms. Like, you know, being in mom's groups and, uh, yeah. right? And a lot of people don't um, look at those fondly. Because, no. and, and, I mean, there can be some really, there's, I know women who have made amazing friends in mom's groups and kept those friends over the years. Then there are moms yeah. that go into those groups and they're the mom whose child sleeps through the night and the mom, who, like all the, the, you know, hit these milestones and they're doing this and you're sitting there. And, and if you've ever watched Working Moms, I think most I've moms seen a couple episodes. Yeah, but most yeah. moms could relate to that. Where like you're, you have no sleep. The child isn't sleeping. You 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 do things that, you know, you're sleep deprived. There's yeah. just all these things that your child isn't measuring up. What's yeah. wrong with you? You automatically go to what's wrong with me. Well, and that definitely like just hearing you say that just brings up really vividly my experience with mom's groups as a first time mom with with my oldest I remember we were living in a new community um and I didn't know anybody and I was really feeling pretty isolated and when you're a first time mom you have no idea what you're doing believe me I read all the books I did all the research I did all the things but I still had like just felt completely unprepared. And I remember going because you were assigned a mom's group based on your community and given the time and where you could meet up and where you could go. And, and I really wanted to, even though I was terrified to do it and it gave me a lot of anxiety, I made myself go do it. Um, and I remember sitting in those sessions with all their babies on the floor sitting in a big circle and everybody sharing we had like a topic each week or, or whatever and everyone sharing their experiences and me sitting there and externally just nodding along but internally that just like oh my god this is not my experience 
what is wrong with me? What am, why can't I do this? Why am I doing this wrong? What's wrong with my baby? What, you know, all of these things. And just having like that internal, like freak out being like, and also not wanting to contribute or share my experiences because they weren't at all like anybody else's. Did you feel, did you feel like if you shared your experience, you would be maybe, you know, looked on differently or you wouldn't have support? Well, and I learned very quickly, I learned very quickly not to share my experience because of the feedback I would receive. And, um, it, for, for my personal experience, what that did to me um, just based on, on the way that I am and the, the, the way that I process things is people are well-intentioned and trying to give you ad- advice on what you should be doing um, in order to get this specific result that's desirable for all moms in the setting that I was in. And so Ooh. I would go home and I would completely stress myself out. I would read all the books I would try all the things. I would spend money on all these products, different things. I would try all these different things and just completely drive myself crazy trying to to get my child to do what everybody else was doing. And it was really detrimental to my mental health. It had a big impact on, you know, how I experienced you know, my first year of motherhood. And, and it and I don't really want to say, yeah, we want to say that this is not the norm for everyone. No, not all mom groups are bad. It, it's so and mine important. Wasn't bad. Yeah. My mom's group wasn't bad. Yeah. Like, let me pre back it up, back up the train. Yeah. I still am friends with people from that mom's group. And I really really like those people and appreciate that they had different experiences than me and just because their experience was different doesn't mean it's bad or wrong it's just that no. mine wasn't the same and I and was also comparing so, myself yeah and exactly it you were bringing what you felt less than it like you saw all of these things that looked like the ideal and you in that when I don't fit, like I'm doing something wrong, there's something wrong with me. So again, it's yeah. us putting that pressure on those other people that, mm-hmm. you know, it's not anyone else's issue, but ours, but no. you, you want to be in, you want to be in a safe enough place where you can, you can talk. And I, I do believe uh, and share, I do believe um, we are moving towards that. And it's like, we Ooh. just encourage people to find Um, people that you know are going to listen to you. You don't have to give me any advice. I think that's the the key right there. You don't have to fix it. You don't have to solve it. Could you just listen and maybe go like this? Oh my gosh, I can't even imagine. Because even if, like we've talked about this before, even if you and I went through the exact same we had our babies at the same time. We had the same kind of birth. Our kids are kind of the same. My experience and my reaction to my life and that whole scenario in my life is going to be completely different than yours. Yeah. We are two different people. 
Uh, yeah. And that's the thing. And I just, I, I, I guess like in this is, yeah, just, just listen without, without judgment and without um, giving, giving advice unless somebody says to you, oh, please like give yeah. me something. I need it. Yeah. Cause a lot and of times think, you just need to talk. Totally. And I think like in other areas of our lives too, just like um, our tendency to want to, gauge where we're at in terms of success or um in terms of shoulds um in terms of lining up with with those expectations that are always out there um through what we see and what we consume through the media and um and now especially social media has become that that platform where we take in the most information about what's acceptable around us and what we should be doing and how we should be thinking and and um where we should be in our lives at any certain point right what What? what? the only thing that's going through my mind is we shouldn't be shooting ourselves (laughs) yes and, and I talk about hummingbird and easily distracted. I still believe that that eyebrow of yours comes from me because I'm like, oh my. Is it? Is it? It's in full force. I can't control it but, when I'm. No, like, but mine was too. And no one can see this, but we more, have like the more right... like ramped I get, yeah. the the higher it goes, and then the yeah. other one's just like, nah, we're not interested. <laughs> we're just gonna we're gonna anchor you down here on this side. We're not interested in getting ramped. And the other eyebrow's like, <laughs> yeah. And anyway, so it's, like, it's my, it's my right eyebrow. Okay, so I've completely <laughs> lost it. I don't even know what I was talking about anymore. Moral of the story is this: there's a lot of freaking expectations out there, and most of the time, it's us, the person who's like, mom. The person who is upset is really probably just <laughs> themselves. It's your own fault. Deal with your shit. <laughs> ah, I'm so Damn sorry. It. Sorry. No, it's fine. Bad, it's bad, fine. bad. But this is like, this is exactly the truth. This is what happens in our conversations. And okay, so let's talk a little bit. <laughs> Pikachu, Pikachu. Let's talk a little bit about um, women who inspire us, or even yeah. Let, let's do that, and then we're, we'll jump back into maybe a little bit of comparison. But like, who? Just it, it doesn't. <laughs> so, who's a woman that inspires you? Like, it doesn't have. I don't. Just anybody off the top of your head. Got anybody? Got anyone? I'll drink my. Let's let's take a second, take a sip of a caffeinated yeah. beverage, regroup. I am because once I start the laughing, I know, I know. I'm so sorry. It was my bad. I just it's okay. I'm not even gonna say anything. Um. Anyway, so a woman who inspires you. Well, I mean, <laughs> again, we talked about this, and I said I didn't have anything prepared. Because we were going to talk about this. <laughs> okay. So 
So you know what I'm going to say? I'm just going to hop in here because I, there are so many women. There are so many women that inspire me. Maybe this will inspire you. Somebody's going to inspire you. <laughs> and I, what I want to say is it's probably uh, a lot of women that I've worked with, worked with, worked for um, leaders, people that I've mentored and have mentored me. Uh, I look at women like in general as trailblazers um, and my daughters, you guys all inspire me for different, different reasons. And uh I have, I'm going to tell a little story. Yeah, I'm just going to tell a little story about you guys. Um, we lived in Petawawa, and there wasn't a whole lot of places to shop. Yeah. Okay. That is and, the truth. And this is nothing against, I'm not even going to say the place that I went to go shopping at, but it was a big, no, mom, you are not wearing that. I, I'm like, you guys are like, you weren't even teenagers we were yet. Were we? Yeah, you're like, you're we're not wearing that? And I believe that you said that with an ulterior motive. That knowing that you were going to grow up and you were going to be wearing my clothes. Fair enough. So there was a... I don't know that, I'm, that I planned that far ahead, but I'm going <laughs> to go with it and say that, yeah, that's what I was thinking, Mom. I don't think that was it. You just didn't want me to look like a mom. And I mean... Floral tops or teddy bears were not a thing for and large loons. Is that giving away with the with the <laughs> and I know pleated pants are coming back, but you know what, people? It's with not a fashion top? trend. Yeah, with the scrunchy top. Yeah, that's what fashion trend. Scrunchy. Yeah, scrunchy. Whatever. But you guys uh, always were. Um, well, you helped me with fashion. You actually were quite wise for young ladies. Um, and as, as women and mothers, totally inspired me and uh, taught me so much when it comes to... Sounds um, like we shamed you. Sounds like we're horrible. <laughs> no, 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 no. You, I, okay, Mom, you, you can't you were... wear that. It's not cool enough. Wear something yeah. else. You can't and maybe look like my, mom. And you know what? I listened to you. I, I just did what you told me to. But um, no, I and for the majority of our relationship and time together, I have had so much fun. I've learned to look at life um, in so many different ways from different lenses, not just my own, trying to, uh, you know, really have empathy and looking at things from different perspectives. Um, so I'm just grateful. So I'm inspired by many young women you in, know what? in my I'm, life. Go ahead. I'm going to interrupt you. Go ahead. Officially yeah, go ahead. and say that did inspire me because you talking about us really just kind of made me think like, I'm going to talk about you for a second because yeah. you think about it. So you had your first baby at 20 years old, correct? Uh, I just before I turned 20. Yes, just before was, you turned 20. I was 19. But 20, 19. Yeah. And you are a mil you were a military spouse. Mm -hmm. We had long stints of time during our childhood where our father was deployed somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And you as a, 
young adult, just, yeah, you were so young, had to man the fort with three kids all like, what are we like 18 months apart? We're like pretty close together. I had, well, three, uh, three and under. I had, yeah, you guys were. Yeah. And I've said multiple times. And we figured out what was, what, what we were doing and we, we got that fixed. (laughs) Right. Every time your dad came home. (laughs) Exactly. So anyways, we don't need to talk about that part. What I'm trying to say is that, you inspire me so much because I have to say like growing up um, in a military family, uh, living on army bases and moving, like being posted and moving to different places, it's not easy. It's a, it's a difficult, um, it's a difficult way to, to live and to raise a family and add on to that the, um, the reality that most of the mothers, well, almost all of the mothers in that situation are doing a huge amount of single parenting Mm -hmm. and managing everything on their own. Um, And at that time, like, I really don't think there was very much support other than your community. When you were talking, I was like, we didn't have official support systems. No, you didn't have it. You just had to do, you just had to do it. And I have to say, like, thinking about my childhood with you, we, we had no idea if there, like, we would never have known you were under stress. You were always so much fun. No, I, I, this is from my experience. You always made things so much fun. You always tried to find the fun in things. You always made things a game for us. You always... Like, it was always just, you found joy in everything and really gave us a lot of fun and let us be kids during those difficult transitions or or times. And we, like, I don't think I ever felt like, wow, like, this must be really hard for her. She's on her own and she's looks like she's drowning or she's struggling like I never would have known like all I remember is like my mom used to in our house she would decorate our rooms and make them like themed and have like all these wonderful things um and we we would do theme cleaning and everything to music and we just had so much fun growing up and you were just such an incredible, strong, um, wonderful mother who just took really good care of us considering that you didn't have official support systems in place. You were so young and you were basically on your own. So I just have to say that's pretty incredible. And I can't imagine, I had my first baby at 29. So that's 10 years after you. And I still felt completely <laughs> overwhelmed. <laughs> and you know, I can, I can say thank you. Thank you very much. And I'm, I'm happy that you felt that way because I was, my mother was an army wife. So I came from that growing up. And um, I think you learn a lot by while watching. You know, it's, and we can go, that'll be a whole nother topic about the things that we do as mothers. 
um, that you don't say anything, but your actions speak louder than words. And it can be very detrimental, actually. Um, but anyway, uh, I, I, you know what? I had a blast. Um, I loved being a mom. I loved that journey in my life. And uh, we did have a lot of fun. Uh, and when your dad was home, we still had a lot of fun. Your father was always engaged with you guys. We just, it, it worked. Um, and the community that we had around us was women, like, mm -hmm. like you said, like-minded women, because we didn't have the resources that they have now. Thank God they have resources uh, because the, the, the climate has changed. Soldiers are doing so much more. There's so much more deployment. Uh, it's higher yeah. risk. There's so many things. Um, but yeah, it, it is, um, well, we had, we had a lot of fun and I loved being a mom. And I learned a lot from my mother because my mother was a military wife. And my sister was a military soldier. Um, and she was a single mom mm -hmm. who I, I look at that and that, that's a woman who inspires me to yeah. this day. Um, she's a little bit older than me. I'm not going to say but quite a bit older than me. <laughs> and she had to, she had to put up with a little sister who, yeah, she had to put up with me, but she is like one of my best friends. Yeah, um, and I, really I watched cool. her walk through life and just, no matter what the obstacle, just overcome and actually flourish in it. And she, yeah, she, she's amazing. So again, having community around you, and I was lucky enough to have a sister uh, around me as well. And we, we got each other. So there was a lot of support there. But yeah. anyway, isn't that interesting how we ended up here talking about I know, we moms. didn't know that was going to happen, but hey, you know no, what? That's, that's cool. That is exactly what our conversations are about. And we are really going to talk about um, in the next, uh, it's two weeks, I think, we're going to be talking about women in music that inspire us. Uh, just women that we like. Uh, both of us are musical. We don't play an instrument, but we, well, we love to sing. You um, are an incredible singer. I love to sing. Um, yeah, we can talk about that journey one day. We can talk about, um, you know, there's so much you can talk about that insecurity thing and comparison. And that, that is, um, like I think about that, uh, you know, in life, uh, comparing ourselves to someone, sometimes it isn't bad. Yeah, it's all true. in how, all in how you utilize it in your brain and how that you have to tell yourself the truth that's the, the problem is the lies you tell yourself hi tammy the problem is the lies you tell yourself and in comparing yourself if you're like you know you're, you're wanting to do something and you're watching someone do something you can be inspired by them and take take their journey and go okay what can i apply to my life what fits what doesn't and that in itself, it, maybe that's not comparison. It's just looking at someone and being inspired by them to do something right. um, differently. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, like, I think there are definitely, like when I think about insecurities and comparison and how that can actually affect your um, self-esteem or how you feel about yourself or what you do or those types of things, I think... And I'm noticing that a lot with my kids too, like watching them 
grow up and how their personalities develop and, and things like that. Like, um, I think that what I'm trying to say, oh my God. What are you trying to say? I'm having a hard time today. <clears throat> what I'm trying to say is I think we have a predisposition to, um, I think there are people, and this is a, a generalization, it's obviously not black and white, but there's there are people who are, you know, just inherently more confident in themselves. And there are people that are inherently more like have more self-doubt and more insecurity and more are harder on themselves and um, seek to compare themselves to other people in, in a more, I guess, almost harmful way to themselves. Um, and, and there's all this research and all these things that I've seen where it talks about how you can cultivate confidence and you can really work towards growing your confidence and um, utilizing your own unique gifts and really um, allowing yourself to step into your power that way. Um, so I find that all really interesting too, is it's like, just... Well, well remember what we talked about, I think it was probably two weeks ago, um, oh, drawing inspiration from others. Uh, comes from abundance comparison that leads to jealousy and bitterness yes so good um, and what we said a couple of weeks ago was confidence is and this is from Sarah Nicole confidence is being afraid shaking in your boots but still going out and doing it um, and some people call that brave. Some people call that, I mean, people can call it a whole bunch of things, but you gain confidence by actually stepping into something when you're unsure. You don't yeah. get confident by sitting and going and watching mm -hmm. those other people do the things that they, they, that you wish you could do. You get confident stepping out in what it is that you desire to do, even though you're afraid. And then when you're in it, you're like, it's kind of like you gain a little bit of momentum. It's like doing something like this. I, I used to do uh, live interviews with people and they would be so afraid, but did it. And at the end of it, they were like, I can't, I can't wait to do that again because they, they're stepping into the unknown. Yeah. And I think, I so, do think it's important to note also that um, I think it's important to note that it's also very subject to a person's environment and experiences. Yes. And why I want to bring that up is because I definitely think, you know, I've heard the abundance and um, scarcity mindset. And I do think that there is definitely some validity to that. But I also think it's important to note circumstance and environment because some people's experiences up until this point, they're not nurtured in a way that would... Um, create opportunities for them to want to or even have the tools or the um, skills or knowledge of how to go about just cultivating confidence or putting themselves out there and just switching their mindset to you know an abundance mindset and that type of thing right. I think it's really important to note that you do the best you can with what you know and what you like accessibility to tools and information on how to um, 
change your mindset and rewire the way that you think and approach things in a new way is is yes. definitely an accessibility thing for people. Um, totally. And I just think it's important to say that because sometimes these type of discussions can be disempowering for people thinking, again, this is another way to compare and another way to think you're not meeting the standards is right. like, oh, I, I'm having this negative feeling about myself because that's that's the way I'm thinking right now. And, oh, why can't I just have an abundance mindset or or why can't I just go out there and do and, the and thing? Tammy's and Tammy's saying yeah, environment and experience factors yeah. for sure. I just and think it's I, an I think, interesting thing to keep in mind, you know? Oh, totally, totally. And and I think, though, I look at it and it's like, again, it's the lies we tell ourselves. And, and I mean, this is... My my perspective comes from 60 years of telling myself lies, but still pushing through because that's yeah. my temperament. I'm like, it didn't right. matter if I was afraid of something, I was going to do it and I would gain confidence to be yeah. easily broken. Of course, and because insecurity that was probably, comes into That was probably modeled to you from other people in your life, like the strong women we've been talking about, like your mother or your sister, or, you know, you had opportunities to see how yes, people totally. would overcome things like that, right? And yeah. some yeah. people grow up in really toxic environments with really, you know, people that aren't there to model positive behaviors or ways of thinking. And yeah, it's just well, an interesting yeah, little, life... little part to the to the puzzle there but I definitely yes. think that there are there's a really interesting book that I actually have that I haven't read yet but I've I've read bits and pieces and I've heard a lot of really good things about it um, about how we can change our brain we can rewire our brain um, and I'll have to find the information on it because it's one I really do want to read but I think the resilience we have in creating new pathways and new ways of thinking within our mindset and within our brains is something that is, yeah, knowledge is a really cool aspect of being human. Yeah, because you, you don't have to stay stuck, right? Yeah. And that's, again, you, you don't, knowledge is, it, it does give us fuel. It, uh, and depending on what knowledge you're getting and examples that you have in your life. And I mean, if we dissect our growing up, um, all of us, like, again, we'll go back to what my mom said. I mean, I can put a pile of problems in the middle of the table and I'm going to take them back every time. Was my childhood perfect? Was your childhood perfect? Were there obstacles? Were there things that caused me to be or think less than of myself? For sure. Uh, but again, I always go back to it's, it. This is a quote from Clint Eastwood in Heartbreak Ridge. Adapt, overcome, and improvise. That's what an inf yeah. infantry man, man does. And I was like, that's what women do. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that saying a lot growing up. Definitely yeah, did. Adapt, overcome, and improvise all the time it was like and it, what is amanda the world said, at me amanda said i agree a lack of confidence can come from those who always want or see the best in others and don't know how to see the best or expect the best from themselves so and we go yeah, right 
right back to the beginning when we said it's like when we compare ourselves to others and we think less of ourselves it has nothing to do with the person that we're comparing ourselves to it has everything to do with the lies that we're telling ourselves yeah. uh, and we're, we're oftentimes comparing apples to oranges and right. it's completely different right totally yeah totally. and i think it's really interesting how you know um we like Amanda saying you you always see the best and are impressed by other people and have the ability to just like really um think other people are so wonderful and lift them up and help them with their confidence but mm -hmm. it can be really hard to see that in ourselves it can be so hard to see the good qualities about ourselves right and yes, neuroplasticity. I didn't want to whip out that word because I thought that it might be like, you know, you know me. I like to, I love the brain. Uh, yeah. And you know what? You are me. very, I was trying to find my apple because it was doing apples and oranges, but I just couldn't find it. Ooh, that, that's weird. I'm going to be a pineapple. Yeah. Pineapples are amazing. But yeah. Um, you know, we were all over the map today, and that just happens sometimes. Just happens. Uh, I think we, you know what? It wasn't too bad. I hope, I, you know what? I learned something, and uh, I think that's important. We're just, yeah, we're just two, two ladies just having a conversation, like we said. It's, it's just what we do. <laughs> Definitely. So, this was amazing. I... I'm so grateful for those of you who tune in. Um, and we know that this was one o'clock on a Wednesday and it is St. Patrick's day. And you know what, if you guys want my, my recipe for my latte. <laughs> yeah. Beautifully colored. Yeah. What the heck was latte. up with that? That is just like, that was ridiculous. That did not turn out at all. I had such high hopes for that. Is anybody having green beer tonight? Anybody, anybody? Green beer? No. Anybody do that? I can't say that I am. No. Uh, making green cupcakes, doing anything. Anybody doing anything <laughs> interesting? No? Well, I might just have, um, yeah, I'm just, I don't know what I'm going to have. Oh. Hey, Leah. Yeah. Are you making any? Are you going to have a green beer tonight? My grandma made. Ooh. Oh. Your grandma's amazing. Possibly sour, green sour beer? What is that? I've never. Beer, but not green. Okay. Is it cider? Is it's it cider? I... <laughs> Tammy, is it made with apples? Maybe I'll go out and get some green sour beer. Can you buy it? <laughs> Questions? All right. Well, you know what? We're going to say goodbye now. Okay. Oh, sour beer. Oh, okay. Sour beer. We're colored green. We're signing off. We're signing off. We're signing off, off. We're signing we're off guys. Up. <laughs> she doesn't even know. I'm going to, we're wrapping it up. I, just a minute. We got to put our tunes on. Okay. I really want to try this sour beer, Tammy. One day when we actually meet face to face. <sighs> See you next week. Bye. Bye.